Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. Today we're going to review the second season, first part of the second season of Invincible for you. My name's Wayne. And my name is Paul. Let's get straight into it then. Because as Wayne has said, we are four episodes deep in an eight episode second season. No word on when the second half of the season will be dropping. Hence, we decided today, for reasons that we'll explain in a moment, I don't know if Wayne, mm-hmm. are we okay to tell the, the listeners what's been going on in our lives this yeah, week? Yeah, tell them what's going on. So Wayne... In just in time for our 450th episode and in a desperate attempt to avoid having to be in the same room as me when we talk about how <laughs> crap Phase 4 is, has de- <laughs> gotten COVID. And yes. we are recording remotely and apart from one another and he couldn't go and see Napoleon, which was the plan with thanks to Kathy uh, yeah, from thanks. Sony. Yeah. Sorry. And instead, then we decided we would do this, Invincible, which has just finished the first half of Season 2. But I'm sure people would like to know, Wayne, how are you feeling and overall how are you doing? Gotta say, this particular bout with COVID, I have it once before, maybe a year and change ago, and this one is a lot less severe. Now, whether that's because I have some antibodies or whatever, but I basically had about maybe two and a half, three very bad days, and then kind of sprung back from there. I am now testing this morning negative. So, technically, I'm over it and did so within about, I would estimate, five days. So, that's a lot better than later, but uh, before. The previous, yeah, so hopefully whatever strains going around, people, is not as bad. Um, my last vax was in Jan last year, so that's not really a factor. So yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know. Obviously, so, it affects uh, everyone differently, but I'm glad it didn't knock you too badly on your ass. Yes. So yeah, Invincible 2A, I believe they're calling it, is 2A. The, the review for today, Wayne. Uh, I'll run us through the vial statistics first. And of course, Please. no soundboard, very tragically, when we do record separately from one another. I cannot press that's buttons. That's right. It doesn't just add oh. to my edit time. It means I can't annoy Wayne as profusely. Did not even. I didn't as realize that. I like to. So yeah, we really do need to invest in a second mixer so that I can do it wherever I am. <laughs> or we're good without it. It's that you know. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right, we are this, recording remotely, Paul. This is, of course, based on Robert Kirkman's uh, comic or graphic novel series and developed by he and Simon Rakiopa. Stars Stephen Ewan, Sandra Oh, J.K. Simmons, Simons, and a whole host of voice talent, including Jason Manzoukas, Ross Marquand, Kari Payton, uh, a little bit of Seth Rogen in there for you as well. Mm. And not to forget, of course, Gillian Jacobs and Zazie Beats. So, yeah. and a whole bunch of other people, even beyond that, including Sterling K. Brown, Clancy Brown, Sterling K. Brown, Clancy Brown, and Mark Hamill. That's probably enough in terms of the uh, voice wow. talent. Four episodes this second season, eight in the first season. We've been waiting since April 2021, or maybe early May 2021, for the second season. There was a special in between called Atom Eve, a one-off special. Did you see that one, Wayne? I did not. Okay. Was so it good? Filled in a bit of detail about Gillian Jacobs' character, Adam Eve's character and her background. It was, yeah, it, was, huh. it filled the hole about, okay. no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> filled the Adam Eve hole. Fantastic. Yeah. And yeah, right. What is this second, all the episodes, by the way, 50 minutes, give or take around. And of course, it's on the Amazon Prime video app slash streaming option. What is the second season about? Okay, so second season picks up immediately after the events of season one. By the way, small spoilers for the end of season one in case you haven't seen it. Although, why would you listen to this if you hadn't, right? Put simply, Mark Grayson, which is so weird that his name is Mark Grayson, because that's Dick Grayson is Robin's name. So, and they look it's the same. Only I don't know weird on. to you. I'm just slash saying, okay. The creators of the Grayson character who are probably trying to sue Robert Kirkman into non existence. I'm sure they're trying to do that. 
Exactly. Sorry. So anyway, uh, Mark and his mom, Debbie, they face the ramifications of the post-Omni-Man Nolan murders rampage in Chicago at the end of season one. Chicago. And Chicago. And in Nolan's absence, Mark and his mom begin to drift apart because she has all kinds of psychological guilt problems from from having, you know, essentially been the, you know, the advocate for, for this guy who killed so many people. And... Mark, with no one to talk to as well about stuff, uh, he Debbie resorts to drinking. Mark takes up new responsibilities. He tries to get back in to right Nolan's wrongs. There's a bunch of crap. There's a lot in there, isn't there, Paul? Sorry. Paul's giving me the wind-up over the Plot summary. <laughs> I, plot detailed description will be here for the next three hours as Wayne walks you through the three hours, 20, give or take of the season so far. Stuff so happens. need to watch it now is what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, stuff happens, and Mark is trying to get back in with the Guardians of the Globe, which, uh, of course, Cecil, the guy who runs that, is a little bit dubious as to whether he can be trusted. In terms of, the, it's always hard because this is the whole overall review, but uh, Critical Response has, this is a 98% approval rating based on 88 critic reviews with an average score of 8.6 out of 10, according to Rotten Tomatoes, and on Metacritic, fair bit cooler, 73 out of 100 based on 16 critics, though generally still favorable reviews. All right then, so very, very fast, and I know we say this every week, or I do, and then we, we bang on for 10 to 15 minutes, but I'm going to put us on a clock, Wayne. Two minutes, general impressions of this first half of season two, go. Two minutes, cool. All right, uh, liked it very much. Radiohead playing over the episode's opening montage, kind of a power move for a cartoon, must have been quite a bu- budget there. Yeah, okay, the Karma Police. Yes, very common police. Um, I think, uh, more or less, it's the 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 violence and stuff. I forgot about the violence a bit in, in Invincible. You did. It's I know. Well, I didn't. I didn't. That's actually the thing I like the least about it. But it does give it lots of gravitas. Obviously, it's the thing you like most about it. One of. It seriously considers like the previous events of the first season very emotionally. I would say in this in this first four episodes, and that's good. Gives like the characters a lot of roundness, shall we say? I will say that there's a lot of loose subplots that they're tying up, and as a result, for a first four episode arc, it does take a bit of time. Does like it for ever. them to actually? Yeah, so it's so it's probably a little bit of a slow burn. But you know the way it actually these four episodes ended, I actually genuinely felt. Holy shit. Like there's some this is I'd hate to be in that position. This is actually big. I like what they did with certain characters that may or may not return. And yeah, I, I basically liked it and I watched it all in a row. I watched it in two sittings, two episodes last weekend. Mm-hmm. Two episodes on Friday night ahead of once we had to sort of change up our plans. Mm. I like it, but I don't like it as much as the first season. And if so. you listen to us last week's episode on the main well, the main series, episodes 449, we did the top 10 Amazon Prime watches. And I had this in very high, four, four, I think, on my list. Probably dropped down a little bit now after watching these latter two episodes. I thought in particular the third episode really dragged its heels in a way that I didn't find particularly interesting. It does really? do one thing, which we can't talk about till we get to spoilers, which I'm yep, yep, scratching yep. my head a little bit about. Like, where is this going? What does that mean? How is this going to come back into the main plot? But... Yeah, I thought the first episode was very, very good. And I really like what they set up there. Again, we'll talk about that momentarily. And then, yes, two and three, not so good. Four, good. Back on board. Oh, I was never off. Don't get me wrong. That's but where it came. Yeah, four was where it was like before. Four is bit. four is getting back into the main meaty plot line, if I can put it that way, with some of the other stuff bubbling away, which I am intrigued by. I do want to watch and I'll absolutely be front and center, which makes no sense at all because it's in my TV, in my lounge room. But I will be there 
when it does return, whatever stage it does early next year to finish it off. And I'm hopeful they can nail the landing and that we don't have to wait two and a half years in between seasons again. So that's a very, very long time for eight hours of or eight episodes of a, of an animated show, I feel. I'll tell you this, is there must be some reason why they're splitting the season, right? I mean, like... Well, I, it's I, I, really I have to weird... assume it's economical. I have to assume it's Amazon just Writer's doing the, the Netflix... Uh, oh. No, I don't think so. I have to assume... This, this would have all been written a long, long time ago, of course, well before the writers mm. and, and the actor strike kicked into high gear. Maybe, maybe, theoretically, it affected some reshoots. I don't know. But they actually made a joke about it earlier this year. There was a little spot they put up on YouTube, and I think it was playing on Amazon Prime as well, where... Seth Rogen was voicing one of the characters. Can't remember who it was. Not the, I know not, the one. Yep. Not, not the guy who voices in the in the oh, actual okay. show. I don't think, or maybe it was. I can't remember. But they're having a joke about it. Like I told you, can you believe it's been so long between seasons? Like, yeah, people must be really <laughs> waiting for this. Yeah, we're really sorry, but you know, we're gonna get there eventually. Like it was that kind of thing, it's kind of yeah. meta referencing yeah. what was sort of going on. Yeah, that's what Netflix did with He Man and stuff as well. They split the season. Is that to just try and? Eek your money you I think so. Uh, I think yeah, okay. that's why I said economical. I think it is a case of if we dump it all over eight weeks, you're only going to pay for two months worth of it. But if we do four weeks of it, I mean, at the end of the day, is it any real different? Like they jumped two episodes the same day. So all four episodes were out within two weeks. If it is eight episodes, and I believe it is this second season, four more episodes would have put it into the six-week category and therefore we would have to pay for two months to get it anyway. Because I'm sure there are people so to- madly cancelling their Amazon Prime just waiting for it to come back to, to reinstate it. So so weird. Such an odd uh, yeah economy now. Okay. All right. There that's you are. the end of the non-spoiler section. So Wayne's very much on board. I'm still, I still really enjoy it. It's just not as good as I don't think the first season was. So we'll, we'll get into some of that on the other side of Jack. You can't handle the truth. So spoilers from here on out for the first half of season two. So you have been warned. What's your favorite plot developments, Wayne? And... What's really floating your boat about it? Okay, I'll tell you what's uh, something I noticed in the first episode. And I wanted to ask you if it's me or am I just interpreting things, whatever. In the first episode, the heroes are, or some of the heroes, are fighting a giant red monster in a city. I don't know if you remember this or not, Guardians Paul, of the Globe were, yeah. Yeah, I look at that monster and within about three seconds I go, that monster is Donald Trump. Oh, was it? Like, if you I didn't look, get that at all. If you look closely at the monster, right? It's got a quiff, like uh, the hair is a little bit like Donald Trump, although that's part of its head. And it's ranting about wanting to be president and chucking tantrums like an eight-year-old. That's what the ma- that's what the character oh, is doing. That's right. They, was, were, they were really making a joke about that, weren't they? Really yeah, and who want to be the president and I want to yeah. this and fuck this. It was like, he's got the intelligence yeah, I think of an right. eight-year-old. Right? That's a great interpretation. I think they're fucking taking a shot. Yeah. I'm like, this is hilarious. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So I'm like, all right, that's not too bad. Um, I think for... It is interesting for them to to show that Debbie, his mom, is actually like she's joining support groups, and there are support groups of people who have been left behind by superheroes. That's yep. how prevalent it is. She then literally just starts drinking, and you can see her falling apart so much so that she no longer even like relates that well to her own son, which was the whole point of her being for that however long. Uh, and I guess it makes mm. sense if you were you know with a super being. Not that many people have this or anyone has this thing, but. And then you find out that, yeah, that person kind of regarded you as a pet. And, you know, it would probably put massive holes in... Because she you know, was with them for 20 years or whatever. I do take some umbrage at that interpretation of, of Mark's mum with Omni-Man. So, it's like... So, tell me about that. Go on. Go on. My interpretation, my issue is, you don't fuck your pet. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got no, you don't, say. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. 
So can um, we just be on the record here? Don't be doing that. <laughs> you can't give consent. Okay. So I think I think the idea was he said. I do love your mother, but I regard her as little more than a pet, as opposed to this is the dog I'm fucking. Well, um, still, you know, like I, I get the fact that he <laughs> believes he's so much more advanced and powerful, and he is than than humankind, yeah. I guess. But still, I'm not sure, quite sure because they bring it back up. <laughs> you said mom was a pet, like they they go back to that well, and he doesn't deny it. He's like, oh, well, you know, no, he said it. Yep. He's like, what's up? So, you so know, yeah, my, my point is, I think that's a little bit. They probably could have written that a little better, that line. I don't know if that was taken straight from the comics or not. But regardless, I, f- I do find the idea interesting that he couldn't go through it. He couldn't kill his son, so he's got more of a heart than we thought. That and is then the best he, he flies thing. off and he's, and he's nowhere to be seen other than in the flashbacks or whatever else for three episodes of the show until the very end of the third episode where uh, he, it's revealed that he has lured Mark to this faraway planet which he has taken over and is the ruler of inside six or eight months or whatever it is as the emperor because reasons because well that, that's exactly what you would do right now we i rescued a bunch of you and now i'm banging one of you weird looking things and now we had a, a half well half what are they called vert vert viltramites viltramite half whatever they are called baby yeah you can be our ruler that makes perfect sense to me too not what i actually think it does make sense because if you look at the the way that it was played, because this is what I, actually the you asked, what's the best thing I like about it? the best thing I like about it is that from the last the last season I assumed that Omni Man he flew off in a rage and he was raging at himself because he didn't like the fact that he felt something for his son rather yeah, than killing which him. Yeah, part of it. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that's all great of it, right? I would expect him to then go away, collect his senses, come back and kill everyone. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like he's at some stage going to come back and Mark's going to have to fight him properly and then. He'll probably die, you know? It's the real thing. I didn't think that's what was going to happen, but that's like likely what would happen. What instead they did was, they waited till however, you know, third season, third episode or whatever. He lures Mark to this planet of bugs or whatever, and then he's actually changed. He's actually become like Mark. He's actually gone, look, I hate the fact that I feel this way and that I've adopted humanity or whatever, but, you know, the things that I did, I... I no longer want to do them. I'm now looking to save people. And the thing is, he was completely despondent for that whole time floating through space. And he happened to come across this bug ship that he saved. And then because they are all actually, thank you for being our savior, this, that, whatever. He then feels the value of himself again, as opposed to what he lost from fleeing Earth. I buy that arc. I'm saying I don't buy the planet's inhabitants crowning him emperor. But they seem to be not that smart. Like that's the way they're portrayed. They perfected interstellar you know travel, mean? so. But like, yeah. but it, but I'm, I'm they, thinking um, too much about it. I'm, be, I'm picking it. At, <laughs> a bit. That's not okay. Well, I, my, my, I just my thought point the is, pacing was was glacial in particularly episodes two and three. I, I could I would not agree. give a that's shit all. about the whole Alan the Alien side plot. You know that. Oh, while Mark's getting busy with his girlfriend, let's go off and find out what's happening in whatever that stupid. Side I wondered story what they were was. doing with that. And um, then they just kill him, and it's like. Did they really kill him? Oh, and it wasn't just they killed him, the Virtumites or whatever they're called. It was the voice the of Optimus Prime. Now, this is that that to me is well, was actually quite an interesting aspect of that part because you're sitting there going, okay, well, we've got this Alan guy and we know he's this, that, and whatever, and he's been charged by these. He's not now dead, we is know. He? He's not dead. No, no. he's Well, otherwise he would have died in space. Yeah. But he's been charged by the seemingly corrupt Chancellor, whatever that person is, right, to go room out, and then they find him, they kill him, try and kill him. And he's obviously trying to shut him down and whatever else. So there's corruption in the ranks of whoever is trying to control this. That is an interesting development. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fine, but I, it needs to sort of marry in. And and then there's several other side subplots as well, which are 
from range from being mildly interesting to kind of seemingly superfluous. But I'm sure it will all come together in a good way. But there is a lot of patience. And it's a big ask of Amazon to say, here's four episodes. We'll tie it all back together by the end of this. But now you've got to wait months to find out what it is. I guess maybe that's what I'm, I'm objecting to. This might have played a lot better had we seen all eight episodes in a, in a regular kind of fashion. No doubt. No doubt one bit at all. And in fact, if they do this with Reacher, I'm going to throw up. So, um, <laughs> but uh, that's why I think that what um, what got me and why I was so pissed that they're now going to make you wait however many months for the rest of them is that by the end of episode four, okay, so Omni-Man and his son are actually together now and they're fighting these three horrendous... Viltrumites, by the way, must be the worst just beings on the planet. They're all... In the they're universe. All su- universe, exactly. Sorry, universe. Um, because they're all, by default, supremacists. Every single one of them. Like, so that's just the thing. And they're also more powerful than everyone, so it's fucked up. But the fact that they've said, okay, now your father's going to get executed, and you have to take the charge of his whatever. Back and on Earth. You've you, got to prepare Earth yeah. to be him. How do you prepare? I don't understand why you need to prepare Earth. Well, okay, kill some of the more powerful guardians and whatever, which, of course, Omni Man did it very infamously at the end of the first episode, I think it was. Yep. Uh, in the after credit sequence, which was pretty hilarious. That was huge. So Mark now is expected to kill Guardians of the Globe by the Viltrumites. Is that the deal? Or will come and kill? Because they know they can take over Earth. They're not worried about, you know, I guess they're just trying to make it as easy for themselves as possible. Yes, they're trying to reduce the resistance. And that's why they say you can kill either a few people to save everyone else or you'll have us kill everyone else. So it's your call. Obviously, it's less work for us to just walk in there and say, okay, we've already got your subservience. But now it's like I, so I that's, as a viewer, sitting- I said that's the meat of the show. That's really what we're there for. That's what we want to see. And then we've got the stuff with Donald, and we've got the stuff with the what's it, the robot and becoming the teenage boy, and his little romance with the monster girl, and and then we've got the two clone dudes, and perhaps most interestingly, my second favorite storyline is the Sterling K Brown storyline, where he is this guy who's going through different dimensions and finding other yeah. versions of himself and trying to put together a way to defeat defeat the Viltrumites because on his world Mark did join with Omni-Man and they enslaved the world so that stuff I really liked but there's a lot going on and we're not really getting anywhere with it because we stopped halfway through the season exactly and that's why this is obviously supposed to be displayed as one entire season Mm. because they spent so long setting up a bunch of shit in the first three episodes that you're now not getting the payoff of any of that Mm -hmm. and you're left on a big cliffhanger which I guess is normal but yeah, I'm still going to keep watching. Oh, I yeah, still I, like so it I'll very be back much. keen as on, you know, maybe not the day it drops, but certainly soon thereafter. So I, I still really like the show. I still think it is a great cure for superhero fatigue, which is impacting many of us, not everyone, many of us these days. So, and because it is so a little bit like the boys, so anti superhero establishment, which is what I dig. Yeah, no, definitely. Still a great show, still worth watching, still definitely recommended. With some interesting soundtrack choices, and yeah, and as much as I don't love the animation style, I, I've kind of it now washes over me. Someone said I read somewhere that someone was saying, "Oh, this animation style is so much better." This week. I'm like, no, it's not. It's exactly the fucking same. You would know like, better. I than don't me. care for it either. Yeah, I don't it doesn't, care for doesn't it do either. much for me, but anyway, it is what it is. So, but I'm not there for the animation style. I'm there for the story, and yeah, the story is compelling and it is engaging. And as long as they bring weave these other stream threads together well enough by the end of the second season, they'll be very satisfied. So, all right then, Wayne, if there's nothing else, what are you scoring the first half of Invincible Season 2? Um, a clean... No, I watched the whole thing. There must be something good about it. 70. Okay. Oh, that's about where I am for my complaints. Because yeah. I, I <laughs> love that first season. I'm, you know, I'm high 80s, maybe even 
bordering on a 90 score. This one, not as good I, for all the reasons I've explained, which is largely a bit of frustration with the pacing and how it's been drawn out and not getting my answers when I want them, down it. But yeah, having to wait, which doesn't feel natural. It wouldn't surprise me if you stopped four, four episodes into the first one. You might feel similar. Like It's very possible. I mean? like, very possible. Yeah, so... Well, I think there's a lot of goodwill generated by, to me, by that complete left field turn that the end of the first episode took. Oh, it was like, what is that? And there was nothing in this season thus far that got anywhere near that. Not even the revelation that, oh, here's Omni-Man, this other planet at the end of the third episode. I'm like, oh yeah, kind of, that makes sense. We needed him to come back in the story somehow. I wasn't flawed. In fact, I realized what was happening just before he kind of stepped on. I'm like, well, this has to be him, right? That's the only answer this could be. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, overall, I'm going to give it slightly higher than you, Wayne, despite the fact I've been probably bitching Woo. at it and sniping at it more. I'll give it a 73 thus far for the season, hoping that it will rise to an 80 or above by the end of its run. Very nice. Very Nothing nice. Nothing else you want to say about this one? Nope. We have to wait till we'll see how it plays out. We, so, will. we, will. we uh, might, yeah, we might yeah, come back around to it depending on the schedule, but now that the writers and the actor strikes are officially over, hopefully we'll get back to the release of... Well, there won't be too big a hit in terms of the release of content. I suspect maybe the first couple of months next year might be pretty light on as things get shuffled back and around. So, yeah. Most deaf. All right. Well, that's it from our review today of Invincible Season 2A. Thank you so much for joining us. And you can hit us up with your thoughts about this or indeed anything else countdown related via email at the countdown podcast at the countdown podcast at gmail.com on Twitter at the countdown PC, X, sorry, at the countdown PC. Like and follow the show on Podbean where we host and thecountdownpodcast.com for links to everything else that matters, including merch and Patreon and all the rest of that. Fine, fine stuff. Alrighty, Roo. Thank you very much, folks. Uh, from here on in, my name is Wayne. My name is Paul and this is the soundboard in post. So I don't know what it's going to do and Wayne's not going to laugh slash curse me out because he ain't here to hear it. You pompous, stuck-up, snot-nosed, giant, twerp, scumbag, fuck-face, dickhead, asshole. Good, fuck the soundboard. All right. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. See ya. <laughs> See ya. See ya.